It's good indeed to be back in the house of the Lord again tonight to feel his presence. Boy, it's such an uh, awesome presence of the Holy Ghost here tonight. Praise the Lord. Do you feel that? Praise God. I'm glad to be a child of the King today. Praise God. Aren't you? If you have a Bible tonight, I'd ask that you turn your Bible to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Praise the Lord. After uh, much seeking after the Lord today and um, trying to get a feel for this service tonight, this is what I come up with. Praise God. I hope it helps somebody tonight. Hope somebody can leave um, encouraged. Praise God. Second Timothy chapter one verse twelve. Second Timothy verse chapter one verse twelve says, "For the which cause I also suffered these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed." And am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Oh, sweet Lamb of God, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word. Thank you for what you're going to do tonight. God, I'd ask that you would anoint every mind and every heart and every ear tonight to receive this word, God. I pray that this word tonight will fall in good ground, God. That Jesus, we know that your word is not going to return void tonight. God, thank you for the anointing that you've anointed me with tonight, Lord. And I give you the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Put your Bibles down and begin to praise them all over this house with me tonight, will you? God, we love you, 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 Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. Come on, somebody love him, will you? Turn your heart over to him right now. Praise God. We've been singing to him and we've been praising him already for a few minutes, but why don't we do that? Come on for just the next few minutes. Praise God. Let's make a setting that the Lord can walk in here tonight uh, and that he can work, uh, that he can have his way. Uh, we want him to have his way in our hearts. Uh. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Don't you feel that tonight? I said, don't you feel that tonight? Won't you clap while you're sitting, taking your seats, praise the Lord. Praise God by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight. And I've tried my very best not to hold you real long. If you preach with me, praise the Lord. I want to preach, are we serving a God of limitations? Are we serving a God of limitations? I believe with all my heart tonight that we're serving a God that has absolute limitless power. Do you believe that? I believe there is no disease that it cannot heal. Uh, come on now. Uh, I believe there's no loss that it cannot reach out there uh, and recover. Uh, there's no soul uh, that it cannot save. Uh, there's no sin uh, that it cannot forgive. Uh, no heartache uh, that it can make bearable. Uh, no family uh, that's too far out there uh, that it can't bring them back. Uh, there's 
nothing uh, that my God cannot do. Uh, in fact, uh, there's never been an experience uh, in life uh, of anybody. Uh, there's never been a burden. Uh, there's never been a sorrow. Uh, there's never been a loss. Uh, there's never been a pain. Uh, there's never been a disappointment uh, that my God uh, is not sufficient uh, to take care of it. experiences church uh, do you hear me uh, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly uh, above that all that we ask or think praise God boy I feel the Holy Ghost tonight y'all feel it wave your hand you feel it tonight we can take comfort in the fact that God cannot fail us. Do you hear me? God will never fail us. Come on now, your God cannot fail. Uh, your companion might fail you, uh, your family and your friends, uh, but God cannot fail you. Uh, I said God cannot fail you. Uh, God can never let you down. Uh, if you ever put your trust, uh, he will come through. Uh, I said when we put our trust in him, uh, he's going to come through. Uh, you can lean on him. Uh, he'll be there for you. Uh, he's not going to leave you out there uh, all by yourself. Uh, if that's not enough, uh, Jesus made it up clear all power I said all power not some power not part power but not a little bit of power but all power both in heaven and earth he is he is Woo. our God could do anything if you have a need our God is able to take care of that need. If you're hurting uh, and you're searching, uh, God is the answer. Uh, there's nothing, uh, oh my God, that he cannot do. There's no situation too much for him. God has never been defeated. I said he's never been defeated. Uh, he's never caught short. Uh, he's never been outmoved. Oh, my God. Uh, outmaneuvered. Uh, he's never been outsmarted. Uh, he is triumphant uh, in every situation, uh, every circumstance. Uh, he's successful. God cannot fail you, church. Come on. Help me a little bit, somebody. Come on. That's why the Bible said, if God be for you, who be against you? Now, I'm getting a little tired of all this overdue with the devil. Hear me? Sometimes he gets a lot of praise for even among the children of God for things that he's not even doing. He's not compared. He's nothing compared to my Jesus. He's no power. Come on now. He's, he has no power uh, compared to my Jesus. Uh, he has no knowledge compared to Jesus. Uh, the devil is not opposite of God. Uh, if he were opposite of God, uh, that would make him equally uh, in power. Do you hear me uh, tonight? And he's not. Uh, I said he's not. He's not equally in powerful uh, and evil as my God is in righteousness. Uh, for greater is he that's in you uh, than he that is of the world. That means that nobody uh, is 
is like God. That means nobody is like God. He has no enemies that can prosper. No weapon formed against him can stand. My God never fails. I said my God never fails. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. God don't make mistakes. God knows the end from the beginning. If there's nothing hidden from him, if every secret motive of the heart, uh, come on, if he sees everything and knows everything, uh, then nothing can sneak up on God. No one can outsmart or outmaneuver him. Hello, somebody. God never says, whoops, wish I could do that all over again. God, praise God. He, he, come on now, I kind of messed one up. Oh, no, uh, that's not the God that I serve tonight. Uh, when he looks at it and he sees a finished product, uh, he says, excellent, uh, that's good. Uh, he's always pleased uh, because God does not make mistakes. Uh, living for God is the only thing that's ever uh, going to pay off. Uh, it's the only right choice. Uh, it's the only smart choice. Uh, it's the only choice we have uh, today. Praise God. Uh, you can trust in God. Uh, you can trust your life uh, to God tonight uh, because he's going to fail you. Uh, you can let go of your life uh, and turn it over to him uh, because, oh, my God. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. You can commit yourself into the hands of the Lord tonight. God don't make mistakes. You don't have to try to figure everything out. Did you know that's the problem now? We try to figure everything out. You don't have to try to force it into a certain channel. When it comes to God, all you've got to do is just let go of your life and say, here it is, Lord. All things work together to the good uh, of them that love the Lord. Uh, to them that love the Lord. Uh, is anybody in love with the Lord tonight? Uh, God will do you right. Uh, he'll take care of you. Uh, God will see you through. Uh, no matter how bad your situation looks, uh, you just hang on, honey. Because uh, I got a God that's coming on the scene. Uh, what you're going through, may be deep hurt right now. Come on, you might not understand it. You might not be able to see the sun coming up on the horizon. The clouds might be dark, but you just stay right there where you are. There's a dawn coming your way. The Lord is bound to himself by his what? cannot lie I said Jesus cannot lie if he said upon the come on now upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it then you don't have anything to worry about what's going to happen to the church you don't have to worry about what's going to happen to the church the church is going to be alright because God said that the only thing that's going to survive Come on, somebody. Reach out to him real quick. Come on. 
Come on, the church is the only thing that's going to survive. Uh, but it's going to, come on, it's going to overcome the gates of hell. Uh, and when the word says, if any be sick among you, uh, let him call for the elders of church. Uh, let them pray over him, uh, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Uh, and pray in the, oh my God, uh, the prayer of faith. Uh, and it shall save the sick. Uh, and the Lord shall raise him up. Uh, you can believe that today. Uh, when Peter said, if you repent uh, and be baptized in the name of Jesus, uh, you shall receive uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, that is the word of God uh, come on I said it that is the word of God uh, when he says uh, he's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother uh, come on in your lowliest uh, days uh, he's going to be there uh, in your darkest hour uh, he's keeping an eye on you uh, because he's going to be there He said, in my father's house uh, are many mansions. Uh, if it were not so, uh, I would have told you. Uh, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Uh, and if I go, uh, I'll come again uh, and receive you to myself. One of these days we're going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys of the Lord. Uh, come on, my ears is tuned to that tonight. Uh, praise God. Uh, he said, not one cup of water uh, given in my name uh, will ever lose its reward. Not one cup of water. Come on, when you offer the prophet a cup of water. Come on, in the name of Jesus. He said, that cup of water is not going to go unnoticed. Praise the Lord. It's got a reward within itself. Uh, praise God. And he said, when I come, uh, again, the dead in Christ shall rise. Uh, and those that are alive uh, and remain shall be called up uh, together with them in the clouds. Uh, so they shall be ever uh, with the Lord. Uh, Man, I mislead you, but God won't. Hear me? God will be fair. Abraham was talking to God about the faith of the doomed city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he, said, be, he said, that it be far from thee to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked. You know the story of the righteous should be as the wicked, that it be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? God's going to do right by you. You hear me? You do right by God. God's going to do right by you. I said you do right by God. God's going to do right by you. Praise the Lord. But you can sit there like a stick in the mud and afraid to raise your hands and let God have his way in your life. And that's how you're going to be. Praise God. It's more than just sitting on a pew. But it's responding to the word of God. And let God get down in there and do what he needs to do in your life. It's saying, hey, I'm not above God. I'm not above God speaking in my heart, getting the things out that need to come out. I'm not above. I let God have full. Yeah. You know, God keeps books. Every kind deed, no matter how unrecognized or how unwarding it is in this life, it's recorded in heaven. God keeps good books. He's not like one of these shady uh, 
CPA firms. I had a CPA one time, and I dreaded have to go to his house every year just to get past all the, the cursing was bad enough. But then he hated the government. My, my, my. <laughs> he was ready to do anything that he thought he was big enough to do. I just told him, I said, I don't want you cheating on my stuff. You just do right by what's supposed to be done right. Because I don't want them calling me. You just do right. If I owe money, you go on and pay it. I just want to take care of it. Come on, friend. God keeps good books. One of these days, the audit's going to be over with. Uh, it's going to take place, and he's going to open up that book. Uh, praise God. And although it looks like the world rewards the wicked, uh, God's reward is to the righteous. Uh, I said God's reward is to the righteous. Uh, there has never been a time uh, that is more closely paralleled uh, to the time that's spoken of uh, in the 73rd oh my, book of Psalms. And they say, how doth God? In their knowledge of the Most High, behold, these are they ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Hello. You know how we get our eyes on them. <laughs> verily, come on, verily I have cleansed my heart of vain and washed my hands of the innocency. For all the day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. Thinking of the unfairness of life is what he was talking about. That's what the writer was lamenting here. And he says, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. When I thought about how the, the wicked were prospering, he said, my, it's too painful for me. If you're waiting for the world to pat you on the back uh, because you go to church, you pay your tithing, uh, you dress modest, uh, you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't steal, uh, you don't have an affair outside of your marriage, uh, praise God, you're not hooked on drugs and doing all the other stuff, uh, you can forget about it. They're not interested, do you hear me? Uh, but the writer caught a glimpse of what the fundamental truth was, uh, and he wrote, I understand uh, when I went into the sanctuary of God, uh, then I understand their end. Uh, praise God uh, I saw when the book was audited uh, and I saw when the book was balanced uh, and I saw that it would be better to be on God's side uh, when the end comes Ooh, somebody lift him up for a minute I could care less how it looks like the wicked are prospering I've got a God like brother Brandon said he owns a cattle of a thousand hills. He owns it all. I said he owns it all. Praise the Lord. I never get blessed again. I've been blessed beyond measure. Praise God. Serving my God. I said, I've been blessed beyond measure. Serving my God. He's never let me down. Not one single time. Church, do you know that we have the ability to limit God? It's incomprehensible to think that the mere hands of humans, human flesh, could put limits on the power and limit the power of God, isn't it? There's always, there's so many ways that we can restrict and shut off the move of God. Spirit in our lives. We hold in our hands the blessings or cursings. 
We hold in our hearts the ability to receive or to reject. We can limit God, praise the Lord. One of the ways we limit God is when we do not believe. It's just another church service. Oh, preacher, you just up there preaching again. It's just another service. Praise God if that's all that will ever be for us. Uh, if it's just another sermon, uh, that's all it's going to ever be. Uh, come on, somehow we got to step out of the normal uh, and step into the supernatural uh, and let God walk amongst us uh, and be God's people. Uh, come on now, if we dare believe God, uh, any service can be a miracle service. Uh, if we dare believe God, uh, we can have revival like we've never had revival. Uh, ever never known revival before. Uh, if we dare believe God, uh, there's no limit. Uh, to what God can accomplish. Come on, you want to pray them through back there in your Sunday school room? Step out of your normal, normal uh, and step into the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, forget about your program. Uh, forget about your lesson uh, and let God uh, have his way. Come on, love him, somebody. Oh, we love you, Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus came to Nazareth, a little town where he's brought up at. He was taught there in the synagogue, and, and when he was through teaching, they were astonished. They were amazed. They heard of his ministry. And now they heard his words themselves. Praise God. It was so far beyond their ability to understand that they, they just stood there astonished. Come on, look at their response. They said, whence had this man, this wisdom, that these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Can you see them squeezing him down? Can't you see them squeezing the Lord down to fit in their own little bitty experiences? To force him to what they thought was comfortable for them. To make him fit the normal in the ordinary of every day. Come on. They, they were face to face with the supernatural. And they felt compelled to cut him down to size, if you will. Come on, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother and his brothers and sister, aren't they all here with us? Uh, can't you see what they were saying? Uh, who does this guy think he is? Uh, nobody in this fellow, my, oh, nobody in his family ever amounted to anything. Uh, they're all still right here with us. Uh, nobody else went up to the big city. Uh, they're still right here in Nazareth. Uh, he's nothing special. That's what they were saying. That's what they were saying. Can you see the same saying it's just, you know what? It could be the same if we say this is just another revival. This is just another preacher preaching. It's just another Thursday night. Come on, we're just strolling through another service. Come on, just another preacher up there preaching his guts out. Hallelujah. Come on, just out there just 
letting it all hang out just another Thursday night. Uh, isn't it the same as somebody uh, in church gets all fired up for God uh, and we sit there uh, with our arms folded and say, uh, well, they'll cool off in a little bit. Uh, I've seen them do it before. Uh, then instead of us joining in uh, in the adventure of the supernatural, uh, we try to push them back down uh, in the shoebox uh, of our own little bitty experiences. Uh, we look at them and say, uh, who do they think they are? Uh, I remember when they failed. Uh, I remember when they did this. Uh, or they went there. We got to turn the church loose and let the church be the church. Uh, there's a danger when we know too much about everybody uh, in the church. Did y'all just hear that? Did you really? I said, it is a danger when you know too much about everybody in the church. You know why? You can't look at them the way you need to. I wonder why they're running. I wonder why they're so excited. Hey, it'll criticize them. Won't you get it happy with them? Won't you run with them? Won't you praise with them? Won't you have a Holy Ghost hold down with them? Uh, come on now. We need to turn the church loose. Uh, we must let our church be free uh, to become the supernatural expression of God's presence uh, and God's power. Uh, oh, come on. We must be, oh, my Lord, we must not be guilty uh, of folding our arms uh, and saying this is just business as usual. Uh, it's too late for just another song. Uh, it's too late for just another service. Uh, it's too late for just another sermon. Uh, Jesus is about to come. Uh, we got to turn Turn him loose uh, and let it be God. And let the church be the church. Uh, let the preacher be the preacher uh, because we got to have revival uh, in this hour. Somebody say, I got to have revival. I gotta have revival. I said, I gotta have revival. It's said to say that the people who knew him the best uh, believe him the least. You be seated. The ones that knew him the best knew him the least. Hope that's not like that for us tonight. Come on, friend. Come on. Did you know the Holy Ghost is just not a Sunday night thrill? It isn't just designed to make you feel good. It is connection with the supernatural. We've got to learn to set it free. We've got to learn to open up to what God's doing. I don't want to be sitting, come on now, near the fire. But I want to be where the fire is burning. I want to be a fire starter. You hear me? 
Don't let me sit by a wet blanket. I don't want to sit by a wet blanket that criticizes everything that's going on in the church. Uh, that's got to, come on now, critique every word that's being said. Uh, that's got to analyze everything uh, to try to work it out uh, in their little pea-sized mind. Uh, but I want to be where the fire's at. Uh, let me be a fire starter. Uh, come on, I don't want to be around a wet blanket. Uh, let me be a fire starter. Uh, I want to be where the church is ablaze with the Holy Ghost. I want to be in the supernatural uh, where people are healed, uh, where marriages are saved, uh, where things are put back together, uh, where there's no hope. Uh, come on now, and God brings hope. Uh. God's able if we let God be God. Did you know the unbelief in Nazareth was nothing more than the claim on the authority? It was nothing more than their refusing to change their concept of what church and the world is. And it cut off the power of God. When the gospel writer said he did not mean the great words there because of their unbelief. Only a few sick folk were healed. You know what that was? You want me to tell you what that was? That was God's mercy bursting through the roadblocks of their unbelief and touched a few sick folks. That's what that was. You hear me? Jesus came into a neighborhood city called Capernaum. And when he entered into that city free, uh, he did the same thing there that was done in Nazareth. He went to their synagogue and taught. Uh, and when they heard it, they were amazed, uh, just like they were in Nazareth. Uh, but instead of folding their arms uh, and saying, wait a minute, uh, don't stir us up like that. Uh, don't you shake us up like that preacher uh, it's not another fast day uh, come on it's Joe oh, uh, it's just another revival let us settle back in our business as usual uh, come on church we can never be the same uh, after this revival uh, you should never uh, want to settle back uh, into your old self that you was uh, before you started this revival uh, you ought to be revived uh, you ought to be renewed uh, you should have done what beyond uh, revival this is not business as usual. Uh, come on now, friend. Anybody believe what I'm preaching tonight? Come on, we'll say hallelujah. If we really believe what I'm preaching, We'll go home and get our sick folk. We'll go home, friend of mine, and get the ones, uh, come on, that are stooped and sin. Uh, we'll go home and get the hungry, uh, and we'll bring them back, uh, and we'll let Jesus touch them. Uh, we'll let them be healed. Uh, we'll let them be delivered. Uh, we'll let them, so my God. We'll let God uh, put his hands on them, and we can pray them through. Uh, we really believe it. I said, if we really believe it, we really believe it. I said, if we really believe it. They said, we never seen anything like this before. And they turned him loose and let him be God. I just wonder if we just turned him loose and let him be God in here tonight, what would happen? 
The book says the son, come on, the Bible says the son was sitting in Capernaum. And they brought everyone that was sick, everyone that was hurting. Come on, Jesus healed them all. He healed every one of them. Not one person went home sick. He healed every one of them. Now my question is this, which one would you rather have? Which one would you rather have, church? A few sick folk revival or heal them all revival? A few sick folk service or heal them all everyone service? A few sick folk presence of God or, or heal them all presence of God? What would we rather have tonight, church? I'm ready for heal them all. Come on, I'm ready for one of them to heal them all. I want to turn God loose to do the incredible. I want to turn God loose to do the impossible, the unbelievable. I want the glory to be made manifest. I want men to know that there's a God alive in the church. I believe that we've got to let God be God. We can't limit God. Uh, when we don't believe, uh, we limit God. When we don't commit, we hold back and we cut him off. Come on. God's hands, God's hands are big enough, strong enough to hold anything. All of my life that I hold in my, listen to me. If you don't hear anything else I say tonight, listen, hear this. Hear this. All of my life that I hold in my hands, God cannot keep. Everything I hold back from God, God cannot keep. Everything that I give him, he can hold. He can hold. Paul was facing the end of his life dealing with the great question of all time and eternity. He knew he was about to fall into the hands of an eternal God. Uh, but he understood that he understood that it would be all right because God is able to keep. But he also understood that he had to commit before God can preserve. He had to commit before God can preserve. Before God could preserve, he had to commit to God. Are we ready to commit? I'm closing. I said, are we ready to commit? I'm closing right now. The fact that God cannot fail or make a mistake releases us to believe in him. The fact that God cannot lie and will be not unjust releases us to trust him. Well, that releases us to trust him. And the fact that we can restrict him or release him, he means, come on now. We have an incredible opportunity for God to be as big as we want him to be tonight. I said we have an incredible opportunity tonight, church, to let God be as big as is God wants to be for you. Turning God loose is not a preacher thing. I said turning God's loose is not a preacher thing. It is a every child of God thing. Come on, you have an opportunity for the supernatural to walk in your shoes. To make a difference in your life. On your job. In your home. Come on, everywhere you go. In the grocery store. In the church. You have a, touch, you have a chance to touch Tonight, come on, this altar's open right now. 
This altar's open right now. You have a chance to touch the supernatural. You can miss it. I said, you can miss it. You can miss it. And live life walking through your days and structure God to pass experiences and force God into the shoebox of your own imagination. Or you can turn God loose. Who's going to turn God loose tonight? You can let your faith unshackle him uh, and allow him to commit. Uh, oh, my, my. And commit to invite him uh, to every aspect of your life tonight. You can do that. It's in your hands. He's waiting on us right now, church. Same Jesus that walked into Nazareth walked into Capernaum. The only difference was the results was how they welcomed him and received him. How are you going to receive what God's got for you? Come on, church. Let's reach out right now. Come on. Come on. I preached my heart out to you. Tell you how good your Lord is tonight. Somebody needs to respond. We need to let him loose tonight in this church. And let him be God in here tonight. Let him do what he's come to do. Can we do that right now? Come on.